for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, I am blue. You are bright and shiny in my mind. You got me loving, hating, crazy indecision in my mind. Welcome to the Fall Podcast, where the focus is on deer hunting, tips, tricks, tactics, and stories from across the Midwest. And now, here is your host, Aaron Blisey. Welcome to the Fall Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Blisey, and this is episode 59. And man, we are approaching on our one-year anniversary here, and it is going to be about the middle of next month, about May, middle of May. So... It, uh, I'm pretty excited about it, and I've actually got something that I'm going to reveal. I haven't even told you about it on our one-year anniversary, so I'm, I'm excited about that. So big announcement coming. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I threw you a curveball a little bit there. Yeah. I haven't heard about this one yet. Yeah. Maybe I should have confided you <laughs> a little but... <laughs> No, I like it. I'm hearing it for the first time like everybody else. Yeah, I, I, I can't release it right now, but we will release it here in the next couple episodes. And uh, it might not be exciting for everybody else, but it's a pretty exciting for me, and I think it'll be exciting for you. So uh, it'll be uh, it'll be cool. Hopefully everybody will like it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today we're going to have a little... A little change of pace. You know, we sometimes you and I like to get on here and just kind of BS together. And I, you know, I've had a weird week this week. You know, I've been in the hospital with my daughter for the last three days and she's has pneumonia, double ear infection. Uh, she's been on oxygen and luckily we got to come home. And, uh, but man, it's been a long three days, you know, spending the night in the hospital and good thing is that she's on the men we're getting better um she was just down and out there for a while so we weren't able to get our uh, normal guest on so you know last minute we decided just to get on here and i think it'd be a good time to break down what you know we've been wanting to talk about and that's like the gear that we're going to use coming up here and, and uh i you know you're coming on three bear hunts you're going to go back to back to back and you know yep. i want to know the gear that you're going to be using and, and where you're going and and what you're going to be doing. So maybe we'll start right there. I mean, what is your what is your gear that you're planning on taking out to your first bear hunt? Well, the first one I'm actually just uh, going to film for somebody um, out in Idaho, northern Idaho. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a little change of pace for me. I mean, obviously I film all of our deer hunts and stuff here in Iowa, but uh, kind of getting back to the glory days of just being the cameraman and uh, just laying down the footage following following a guy around northern idaho on a public land spot and stock black bear tag so uh, i'm i'm really anxious for that i'm excited because i've never i've never hunted that part of the country i've never even been to it um 
so I mean, I'm just going in prepared uh, to hike a long way. And uh, as far as gear goes, I'm, my camera setup is going to be uh, as as compact as possible. Um, I'm taking uh, a small Canon XF400. Um, really good choice for a hunt like this. I I, th I feel like because uh, you know it's 4K. It shoots 4K 60 and um, just dual SD card slots. Really easy. You know, compact storage as far as files go. Um, lightweight. Uh, this thing's probably just a little bit bigger than a handy cam, but it's got two XLR imports on it for for two channels of audio. Uh, the only downfall with that camera is the battery life. You know, from what I've experienced. So, um, just gonna run that and uh, probably my DSLR, my Canon 70D uh, for some of the running and gunning type shots, and then you know get that XF out for for long distance stuff and get set up on a tripod for some more stable shots, you know, and for a kill shot angle. But, uh, you know, honestly, my biggest predicament right now leading into these three hunts is my backpack. Um, I'm trying to decide on a, a new pack to buy because like you mentioned, I'm going on three hunts and that's only the first one. And the second one is going to be my Montana hunt, which is, um, a public land hunt in Montana. And then from there, I'm going up to Saskatchewan on a bow hunt with my wife. Um, she's going to try to try to get her first uh, her first bow kill. Actually, she hasn't even shot a deer with her bow yet. So, yeah, man, it's it's been a I don't even know what the, what you'd call it. Um, I'm kind of just comparing as many things as possible to make the right choice. Well, you were mentioning to me that you were looking into. As far as packs, you were looking at, what was it, Mystery Ranch, Stone Glacier, Alps maybe? Were you looking at Alps? No, I was, I've been looking at uh, Mystery Ranch, uh, Kefaru, and Exo. Um, oh, okay. I really like the Exo pack. That That's my first choice. It's just, uh, it's on back order, and it's not going to ship until mid-May, so um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even get it in time, unfortunately. So I'm kind of just having to accept that and uh, i mean it's a substantial investment i mean i'm looking oh it is yeah it's, it's crazy man i've, I've never kind of really a lot of money yeah i've never really pursued this this piece of gear in the market before you know outside of just a, a whitetail pack you know like a day pack so uh, i want to make the right decision and right now i'm i'm between mystery ranch and kafaru but kafaro even um or they're saying two weeks so if i'm going to go that route i got to pull the trigger now Otherwise, I can go to Shields and and just buy a Mystery Ranch, you know, retail, which isn't yep. a bad choice. It was kind of on my list to begin with, but I've been reevaluating packs this year too. And you know, in the past, I've used Tenzings for, you know, for just like you said, day packs and and packs for just filming. And yeah. honestly, I it's you know I can't get them through a year of filming and hunting. You know, they're always ripping or, you know, they're, the zippers are breaking or something. So this year I'm actually, I think I'm going to go Kafaru. I really think I'm going to try to invest in a Kafaru. That's, that's my initial right now. They've got a pack right now that I really like. Um, but Stone Glacier makes some good packs too. So I've been looking at them. So I'm just waiting, trying to save up a little money and, you know, it's going to be an investment. And like you said yeah. earlier, it's going to be something that, yeah, you're going to put some money into it, but you're going to have that thing. You should have that thing for a long time. Yeah, and it's one of those it's one of those things where, like, so let me back up one second. I, I did draw Montana elk, so that'll be an archery hunt I'm doing this year. And I've got, you know, the possibility of helping pack out a bear in Idaho and hopefully a bear in Montana. So, like, I, I know that right now, you know, just just in this season, if I end up having to pack meat out like that, I'm 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 gonna get the value out of it because, you know, the way these things are designed, you know, with the frames and the weight distribution and the lifters and just the way that these these companies design these packs, you know, specifically for pack outs like that. Um, and maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too far into all this. Like, if I don't have them all side by side, or if I've never used one to compare to the other. Honestly, I'm probably not going to know the difference, but I just don't want to have to buy another one. Right. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure, like, 
a Kafaru, I'm pretty sure they're like lifetime warranties. So if yeah. anything goes bad with them, they're going to replace them. Right. Yeah, I think Exo has the same warranty. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's there's, there's probably no bad choice. It's just like that classic, like, Chevy and Ford or Steel and Husky kind of thing. Exactly. Like, you know, they're all they're all good. It's just mechanicals to fix blades. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And I'm I'm probably overanalyzing it, but like I said, I just don't wanna I don't wanna regret it. No, I don't blame you. Well, you know, you're gonna be doing some heavy hiking on that in that first Montana hunt, right? I mean, are you guys gonna pitch a tent out there and, and stay out on the mountain or what's your plan there? Um Idaho is the first one, but yeah, it's that was or Idaho, I mean, yeah. That's okay. Uh that was a conversation I had yesterday and I think the guy I'm going to film for, I think he would prefer to camp out there, but you know, it's uh it's a five day hunt, so I'm I need some power to charge batteries and like I said, that that camera I'm taking doesn't have the greatest battery life, especially if it's you know, cold out there still, so um all I can do is keep them all charged and with me at all times and uh, do my best to keep them separated as far as which ones are right. are dead. So for that matter, I think what we're going to do is just is get a, a motel room or something and have a nice comfy bed to sleep in and have a shower to take if I want it and uh, get some batteries right. charged every day. But, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where I think, you know, again, going back to the pack, like, if I'm in a position to where I know I can make it another day and he wants to stay out there, we can throw a 10 up and we're good. So, um, I'm just trying to prepare obviously for worst case scenario or, you know, a couple days at a time. But, um, you know, another big thing I'm, I'm kind of thinking about is my feet. Um, I know they had a pretty bad winter out there. You know, they got hammered in February and, uh, suspect to find some snow out there still. So, um, you know, and all that, that rugged terrain and all the miles we're going to put on glass and everything. Um, I'm not going to go buy new boots right now. Cause I think that would just be, you know, detrimental in the long run. Cause they'd be new and, you know, not really broken in, but I think what I'm going to run is my, uh, Cabela's Mendel's out there. Good hiking boot. They're, they're, uh, Gore-Tex, you know, with leather uppers on them and, uh, I think I think you've actually worn those in the past, haven't you? You've had a yeah, few I have Mendel's, man, and they literally are the best boots I've ever had. And I've been on dropped with them for 30 days, the same yeah. pair. So one pair I took on drop for 30 days. I took to Northwest Territories on a sheep hunt, caribou hunt, and billy goat hunt um, for two weeks. The same pair I took to uh, New Zealand. No, I'm sorry, not New Zealand. I had a different pair for that one. But uh, I took them to Italy in the mountains hunting there. Um, I mean, they've been all over, man. I'm still wearing them right now. Cabela's Mendel boots, in my opinion, are unbelievable. I mean, they've they've yeah. exceeded my expectations. You know, and that was that's exactly my conclusion, too. I mean, for the price point, I think I paid like 230 bucks for mine. And I've had them for, like I think, four years now. And I've done mule deer and mountain lion hunts in New Mexico. Um, you know, they're my go-to whitetail boot in the early season before things kind of yep. get sloppy and cold. Um, I just kind of, I want to use the word dexterity, but like, you know, as far as like trying to imagine trying to operate with gloves on and like how you kind of fumble around, I kind of look at boots the same way. Like a nice hiker like that gives me a little more dexterity on my feet versus you know big chunky rubber boots and i'm definitely not going to be putting rubber boots on to to hike around for bears like that in the mountains so um, oh, i agree I'm, I'm pretty confident in in that and putting those out there so um i guess the biggest thing is going to be to stay dry on the feet and you know they definitely do that and then you sit down to glass for an hour you know just kick them off and air the feet out and you're good to go i got you yeah that's i mean those boots, I agree 100% with you. If anybody, you know, needs a good boot, and honestly, I bought the Mendel's, like, I'm not going to lie, like two weeks before I went on a sheep hunt, and I took them with me just worried all the hell about not having them broken. I mean, I tried to wear them around the house at work. I wore them every day, tried to get them broken, but 
I took them on that hunt, never got one blister. They were broken, never hurt my feet, nothing. And I don't know, literally best pair of boots I've ever had. And once I go buy another pair, they're going to be the same Cabela's Mendel boots. I mean, they're just... Yeah. They're they're crazy good. I have no reason to to switch to anything else. Yeah, and I I don't know about you, but like mine have held up. Like there is not a rip in the leather. I still have the original laces on them. The sole is still one hundred percent intact. Nothing's peeling apart on them. And like you said, I'm just I'm overly impressed by the quality of the comfort and you know the durability of them. So yeah, I agree. I, the only thing that had ripped uh, last September when we went on dropped halfway through the trip the there's almost it's not like plastic but it's it's like some sort of hard leather maybe it's on the it's on the toe of the boot it's the black part you know it's got like the toe um i got a little crack in that and i think the reason why is because at night we'd put the boots by the fire and i think over time um i think over time it kind of dried itself out and i think i might have tripped or kicked something or i don't know what it was but it cracked it and it's not bad i mean it's not like the boots are you know you can't wear them now i can for sure wear them it's just that's the only thing that's went wrong with them i still have the same laces everything and i recommend putting like a dr shoals in them though too um i did that from the from the get-go and not that they're not that comfortable they're comfortable as all heck but it just made them that more comfortable and put those in there and been rocking them ever since yeah so that's one thing i'm not really worried about but uh yeah i mean i'm excited it's it's like a it's just gonna be a really nice change of pace for me as well um you know coming out of turkey season been editing turkey footage for seven weeks now i got three more episodes left of uh turkey roost for cabela's to produce and literally the that wraps up on a wednesday and I leave Friday to start this whole thing. So nice little, I guess, reward, if you want to call it that, for there you go. keeping my head down during turkey season and rolling stuff out for Cabela's there. And um, just, I don't know, these Western hunts always get me excited because it's just new terrain, new country, new tactics, new animals. Like It's out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, yeah. we're whitetail guys from the Midwest. So it's always yeah. cool to go out there and experience that. Yeah, and I, I think with hunts like that, no matter what the species is, you kind of look at it with a different perspective or a different mindset. Like, I mean, I do anyway. I always feel like I'm trying to learn how to hunt those animals as I go, as opposed to whitetails, where it's like, for sure, okay, here's a bedding area, here's a food source. Get between it, downwind side, you're going to see deer. You know, this is a little different style, and I, I don't have a whole lot of experience hunting bears or elk for that matter, and. It's just that whole learning process throughout the trip that I think I think comes through in the footage too because you're kind of just you're seeing things differently. You're you're watching different animals and the way they act and anticipating their movements and it's just it's yeah. just not the same and it's I don't know, it's always a a surprise I guess. Yeah, I mean I think you're gonna have a blast on these trips. I've been out there, haven't been on a bear hunt, but I think you're gonna probably do a lot of glassing. You know, yeah. and trying to figure out where one's at and 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 go after it. But I think you're gonna have a lot of a lot of fun out there doing that. And I'm I'm jealous. I can't wait to hear about it when you get back. And and uh, hopefully uh, everything holds up for you as far as gear wise and your cameras and lay it down, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like it's not to mention I'm driving ninety percent of it, so it's gonna be just a complete adventure <laughs> driving all the way from yeah iowa to montana and up to up to saskatchewan and i don't know that's the other thing i gotta do is i gotta get my truck ready for that (laughs) i need new shocks (laughs) i need new tires i need a um some sensor replaced on my oil pressure and i don't know i just don't want to get stuck out there and in a bind where i gotta drop another thousand dollars on a truck repair exactly yep well kind of moving forward uh i mean as everybody's listening to this i'm actually going to be in kansas turkey hunting with chris and casey um going down there and we're gonna hunt uh for five days so monday through friday basically and we got a commercial to shoot and gonna do a little bit of shed hunting we haven't been on the leash yet since last deer season move some stuff around um fill up some feeders, put some cameras out, get everything ready for, you know, the next time we come down here later in the summer once the antlers are starting to get developed. So I'm pretty excited about that. 
But speaking of Kansas, this is something I have not told you yet. Um, you know, for deer season, I was going to draw an Iowa tag this year. Well, I've we've decided against it. I'm going to put in for a point for Iowa this year and get it next year because we're doing a big deer camp in Kansas this year. So I put in for an archery tag for Kansas to hunt our lease. Now, last year I put in for Kansas with everybody in the group, and I was the only person that did not get put in for the draw. So we use a, use a company that like puts you in for the draw and everything. You give them all their information like all of us. I mean, there's like eight of us that put in at the same time. And I was the only human that did not get put in, even put in. So I was, I was pissed. I'm not going to lie to you. But <laughs> this year, I just got my receipt back and everything in the email. I am put in for Kansas Archery. So I will hopefully be drawing that tag and, and uh, hunting Kansas this year. And I got a lot of big deer around there. I'm excited about it. So that's going to be my main focus other than Michigan is going to be Kansas and then next year we're going to be doing Iowa so nice. wanted to update you on that and okay I haven't told Sweet. you hey but I don't blame you a little more a little more cohesive a little less uh probably a little less stressful <laughs> yeah you know and there's really I you know Casey and I were talking about it when we were getting ready to put in the other day because the deadline was actually the 26th though so, so Friday last Friday was the deadline and we're talking about it, and I didn't want to get into one of those binds where, well, we both didn't either. Like, I have a Iowa tag in my pocket, and it's like, you know, we feel like we have to get things done, and then, you know, Iowa might get put off where we have a little more planning time where, you know, he might even be able to draw an Iowa tag next year, so him and I would be together, you know. Well, so, I mean, who knows what will happen. And, um, I don't know. So, Kansas, I've never bow hunted Kansas, never hunted Iowa either, but, I'm excited because uh, it might be one of those things too, where Casey and I actually hunt at the same time, even though like I'll bring my stuff, you know, bow and everything in the tree, you know, it's, it's hard to double up, but you never know, you know, it might be one of those things where I film and you know, one thing happens to one leads to another, or we just hunt hard and he kills. And then I go in there and kill or figure it out as we go, man. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's sweet. That'll be fun too. You guys always have a, a cool setup there. I mean, I've never, yeah, I've never been with you, but I, I watched enough rival to, to know how you guys run things there. And it's, it's tent life, man. It's tent life. Yeah. <laughs> I hate sure tent you... life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it for four years now and I'm like sick of tent life. I think everybody's yeah. kind of sick of it. We have, there's a possibility that we might have a house nearby that we might be renting next year. Oh, um, nice. don't know, don't know for sure, but it's a possibility. If not, we'll just be rolling tents again. Not a yeah. big deal. As long as it doesn't rain last year, it rained. We flooded every tent. It was a, it was a debacle. It sucked, but yeah, what do you do? I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be looking at camper life. <laughs> I, t- you know, after we got flooded, I told Lee, I said, dude, I don't care. You and I, you want to go in on a camper? I'll haul a camper down here and you and I can stay in this damn thing yeah. because I'm not about that. Dude, like I, tents, I lived I, in one. I've stayed in enough of them. Yeah, I I lived in one when I first moved to Iowa last year for six months. And I tell you, man, it was it was sweet. Yeah, it's not bad at all, you know. No. It's very minimal. Better than I a mean, tent. But you've got all the, yeah, for sure, better than a tent. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm, I've got about 12, not even 12 hours. i got eight hours to decide if I want to put in for Kansas. As as we sit here today, recording on the yeah, because it is I, uh, it is the twenty sixth, Friday the yeah. twenty sixth. So you better you better decide quick. I know I was, I don't know, pulling that Montana elk tag. You know, I didn't get any kind of refund, so that's a factor. And it's like another five hundred bucks for that five hundred and fifty dollars for the Kansas whitetail application. And it's like I got enough money to spend on on gear to get through the fall already. And I got two Iowa whitetail tags and. I'm anticipating a Utah mule deer tag still, so I don't really feel like I need to spend any more money on another hunt right now. <laughs> you might get divorced <laughs> if <know>. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of gear, um, let's get into some whitetail gear. What what uh, what are you going to be running this next year for uh, bow setup? Um, 
I really don't know yet. That uh, I was supposed to be getting a new bow uh, from from Cabela's, uh, their blackout bow, and I was really excited to be using that. You know, they wanted me to use it for turkey season and get it on the show, and um, they actually put the wrong zip code in when they put my order through, and it got sent to someplace in Wisconsin. They never got it back. They never found it. It didn't get returned or anything. So, um, you know, as it sits right now, I've got two Hoyts on the wall and a Halon. So um, it's just going to depend on if that bow comes through by the fall. You know, if not, I'll be using either that Hoyt or the or the Matthews. I just haven't decided which yet. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in the same boat. I don't know which one I'm going to don't know which one I'm going to shoot yet. It it's uh that could be another little secret for everybody coming up here. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I might even uh might just go crossbow. No, I'm kidding. No, Not going to go crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will have I will have some sort of bow in my hand. Just don't know what it is going to be yet. But uh, I've been playing around with some arrow building this year and I'm going to be running some full metal jackets, Eastern full metal jackets this year. Yep. And I actually made a jump. I went up to 125 grain tip this year and I've been playing around with that. I wanted to get my FOC up a little higher and I did that. I'm upwards of, I'm at about 11 to 12% FOC right now. And it's exactly where I want it to be. Um, I got the arrow shooting really good. And, but I'll tell you, shooting 125 grains is a lot different than a hundred grains. I mean, your apex is your, your sight, your sight gaps and all that stuff. And, and, uh, your pin gaps are a lot different than what it was with a hundred grain. You lose some speed, but I added a lot more knockdown power. And, and actually I'm going to be going to a, uh, fixed blade this year for the first time in about, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. going back to fixed blades so yeah i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna do the same when it when it comes time to elk hunt um i'm gonna do it a little bit differently though i'm gonna i'm gonna put brass inserts in and just get a little more weight like that and uh probably stick to the fixed blade as well uh, and stay at 100 grains so um not not gonna add a lot of weight but uh, just enough to try to give a little more you know punch on impact and help with that penetration um i don't know i just don't want to get out there and find out the hard way that i needed a little more a little more ass behind it you know so right yeah uh, just kind of take as many things out of the equation as possible going after those bigger animals so yeah i've been doing a lot of testing as far as like indexing so making sure my you know i i do have a broadhead i'm testing out right now and it's a three blade fixed blade but I'm doing, you know, testing with, you know, fletching my arrows and making sure the fletchings are lined up with my blades and doing them without them lined up and just kind of playing with them, seeing what ones fly better. And then just going from there, if I can find one that flies the best, and then I'm just going to clone every arrow from there. Yeah. And uh, it's the first time I've ever really did this much of intensive testing with arrows. And I always thought before, you know, they're just arrows, get the right spine, throw them on the bow paper tune them go and i'm like right. no there's a lot more to it i mean i'm weighing all my wraps i'm weighing all my knocks all my heads all my arrows and i'm cloning yeah. every one so i'm offsetting you know i might have a wrap that is like way heavier than another one so i'm putting that on an arrow that's a little lighter than you know so i'm just trying to get them i'm getting granular with it and i'm just trying to get them all cloned so making sure they're all the right same thing yeah, man, the the devil's in the details, they say. So that's a that's a good strategy for sure. Yeah, and you know, going forward a little bit. So you know, we talked about the arrows. What what arrow are you going to use this year? Uh, I'm sticking with the FMJs. I uh, that's just in my opinion, that's the perfect hunting arrow. Um, not that there's anything that's you know a bad choice as a hunting arrow. I mean, they're all gonna they're all gonna kill an animal, but I just I just like the idea of that that aluminum wrap on carbon, you know, just for a little more rigidity, a little stiffer spine, and um, you know, it comes at the cost of some weight when you start comparing, you know, the length of your arrow once you cut it and once it's built. But uh, again, in my book, it just adds to the the penetration factor, and 
The only thing I might play around with is a four fletch versus a three fletch. That's the only thing I haven't really started messing with yet, but um, the shaft is going to stay Easton FMJ. Yep, I agree with you. I, I think it's a great hunting arrow. I kind of got away with it. I kind of got away from them, you know, a while ago, and I, I played with some arrows and. I shot some Carbon Express there for a little bit, and I shot some uh, Blood Sports for a little bit, and then uh, went back to Easton Axis, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going back to FMJs and just going to run them because I want the heavier, I want a little heavier pack, a little punch, and, you know, speed's not, uh, I used to be a speed freak, you know, and wanted speed, 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 and it's like, now I I just want more accuracy and and more uh, punch. I want to be able to, to hit something, and you know and like last year with Jim Abbott, you know, when I hit him in the shoulder and when I felt like I got enough penetration, I really didn't. I mean, I did hit him a little high, but I just don't want that to be a question anymore. I want it to be, I want it to do some damage. And, you know, it was a, a kind of a, a subpar shot on my end, but um, I, I just, I want there to be no questions at all and, and uh, have all the confidence in the world really. Yeah. And, you know, with Jim Abbott, it's one of those situations where you just put as many factors in your favor in case a shot like that happens, you know, like you, there's no denying you probably would have gotten a little more penetration had you been shooting the FMJ in a fixed blade broadhead or a little heavier broadhead. I mean, it's just, that stuff happens and it's, unfortunately, it's a, it's a lesson you learn the hard way and you just start thinking about, okay, what could, would have been different that might've gave me a better result, you know? And I think if you can just build that arrow to maximize penetration, that's your, that's your best, your best chance. I mean, anything's going to kill, you know, when you hit that soft tissue where you want it to go, but in the event it doesn't go where you're trying to make it go, you know, you just want to kind of cover the bases and make sure you've got a little more in your favor, I guess. I agree. Yeah. I mean, tip the scale in your, in your favor as much as you can and and build as much confidence i'm gonna shoot like crazy i actually we all signed up for the total archery challenge here coming up in june and i'm excited to shoot that we're actually gonna go shoot the sika course so it's like the sheep hunting course and um we're going up to boyne mountain there up to where you know the ski resort here and upper you know okay it's up about two hours north of us here and and so it's upper lower peninsula you could say it should be a fun shoot never done it before just uh kind of get a get away for a day and go shoot it and have some fun lose some arrows you know but uh really put yourself to the test so and i'm excited because this year i'm actually changing sights i am going to use a garmin zero this year so i'm excited about that waiting to get that um interesting but uh range finder built right in and uh, you can save arrow profiles and everything in there. So if you want to shoot different arrows for like a 3D setup to a hunting setup, you can save your arrow profiles in there. And I'm excited to get that and and get that, you know, tested and see what that's all about. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yep. So I I hate to. I'm honestly. So I've been shooting the spot hog for a couple years now. And I honestly do not want to give up my spot hog, even though this is a, a Garmin site. Now, Garmin, they are one of our partners, so um, that is fortunate to have have them on board and, and everything. But this spot hog, it is going to be on my backup bow and is going to be ready to go at a moment's notice. But that spot hog is, I love that site. I love it to death, and I'll never get rid of it. And uh, But it's just one of those things... Uh, gonna have to shoot a garmin here too and i'm I, I don't get me wrong i don't hate it you know it's an expensive site and uh um i'm excited to try it out yeah it's just that it's just that that change factor you know it's a, it's a new thing to learn and yes like uh, yes but that's why i want to get it and just like try it out and just shoot the hell out of it you know i, I want to make sure you know it's second nature when it comes season and you know it's all it's not new. I want it to be all like you've been here before, you know what to do and yeah. and let it let it go, you know. Confidence. It's 100% confidence. Yeah. That'll so. come. I mean, I think you'll end up being a little more 
a little more uh, impressed with it, probably a little more happy than you probably think you're going to be. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. Makes, you just range it, and it creates a pin for that exact distance. So it's Yeah. Well, and Chris and Casey shot him last year too, and I was really impressed. Like, I shot Casey's a couple times out of his bow, and the thing is, is, is like, if you, you hit the button one time to obviously range, and it gives you that pin. Well, if you want fixed pins, you hit the button twice, you go boom, boom, and it brings up three fixed pins that you've already set. So it's like you're shooting a fixed pin sight after that. So it just stays up there. So if you don't yeah. want to do the range, you have like if you want to set them at 20, 30, 40, you can hit it twice, boom, boom, and it comes up 20, 30, 40, and just go with it. So gotcha. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds like it. I've, I've seen them in stores. I just, I don't know. It just seems uh, spacey to me, <laughs> like space-aged, <laughs> like something off of Star Trek. But it's uh, yeah, I, pretty innovative design, really. It's, I think it's kind of come on strong. A lot of people that do use it have liked it from what I've, I've yep. seen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've covered quite a bit here. I don't know uh, what else we'd want to cover. Do you got anything else you want to cover? Any any gear that you're going to try out this year? Anything you're excited about? I, I I don't know if you could say I'm excited about it, but I'm definitely going to be, uh, you know, dressing differently, layering differently for these bear hunts. Uh, we're going to be on the move quite a bit, and you know, it's not something that really requires, I guess, camo or concealment. You know, that camo gives you. Um, you know, bears don't see that that well to begin with, and uh, from what I've in my experience, I, I filmed one bear hunt in BC a couple years ago with Layden, uh, that was on a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, the biggest thing with those bears is the wind from, from what I can tell, they, they smell better than a white tail. And the thing is they remember a lot better than a white tail too. So it's one of those things where once you're busted, you're probably not going to get another crack at them. But, uh, back to the, back to the apparel, I guess I'm going to, I'm just going to try to stay you know, light. I mean, I'm probably going to wear a, a mid-weight base layer and then like, a, you know, some of that, that four-way stretch material. Um, I've got, I bought a pair of, uh, I don't know what the model is. It's like, it's not Ranger. Um, made by Kings. It's a really nice pair of pants that Kings makes. Uh, really okay. light, lightweight. They dry really fast. They come in solids or camo. And uh, I bought a pair of them out in Utah at the at the Western Expo out there, and I've kind of just been wearing them, you know, as a daily pair of pants just to kind of see how they feel and get used to it. But there's, I mean, it's pants. There's nothing to really get used to. But um, right, I don't know. I think they're going to be good. So I'm going to run those. And um, you know, the other thing on my mind as far as gear goes is uh, is rain gear. It seems like you can't ever go on a spring bear hunt without expecting to get, you know, torrentially poured on. I mean, I'll be surprised if if I make it through three weeks of bear hunting in May and June without getting rained on. It's 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 pretty much inevitable, and uh, you know, I just don't have the the quality rain gear that I want to depend on for something like that to keep me dry and comfortable and just functionable. So I'm been kind of doing some research on some quality rain gear too. Obviously weight is a factor cause I got to pack it, but it's got to perform well too. So, um, you know, I'm not just going to go buy the, the old Coleman, <laughs> uh, PVC suit at Walmart. And, <laughs> um, although they're, they're good. They, they keep you dry. That's for sure. But they don't breathe and they're heavy and bulky and yep. Not comfortable. No, not at all. So it's just another one of those things where I got to go buy something else. But it's one of, again, like the pack, you, you buy it one time and it should last you. And in that moment when you have to rely on it, you're going to be glad you did. You spent the money. Yep. I so. agree. Yeah. I mean, my lighting system for Whitetail is, I mean, pretty simple. I have uh, Cabela's. Uh, ECWCS that I use for base layers. Yeah, um, so I have the I, I have. That's yeah, my I, in my opinion, they're the best thing out there. Yeah. Um, I have the lightweight version, the midweight, and I have heavy for whatever season. So I, I run that, um, and then I run a 
Cabela's also makes a, um, gosh, I can't remember the name now. Uh, Prima Loft. It's, it's just Prima Loft. It's a black suit and it's a little thicker. So I run that, um, the ECWCS and then the Prima Loft. And then I just have my outer shell. And usually that gets me through pretty cold temps. You know, I can run that stuff pretty early through November. And then once we go back after our Thanksgiving hunt, um, or once we go back after Thanksgiving, I usually have to kind of amp it up a little bit and, and, uh, but that layering system is pretty key. Uh, I always wear a neck gaiter. My, my neck is my thermostat. If I get any, I, I mean, I could be bundled up as, as warm as you could get me. If I don't have a neck gaiter on and I get the wind and cold in my neck, I will be a mess. So I got to have something that knocks down the, 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 uh, cold on my neck and it helps because I pop it up over my mouth you know so I don't breathe out and have all that scent and everything coming out of my mouth um and then last year I switched up a little bit I I wore a ball cap every once in a while but I I went to more of a beanie last year just to try to keep more scent in and try to kill that bacteria not saying I'll never wear a, a baseball hat again but I feel like I was losing a lot of scent out of my head from that um but that was my biggest change last year so i'm gonna go i'm gonna use more beanies this year and and um you know just stocking caps it's hard to get a good stocking cap fit though yeah so for me it's always they tend to be too tight and you know just after wearing it all day it kind of starts hurting the back of my ears like against my i guess my skull or my scalp whatever you want to call that part of your head yep um and I wear glasses, so it's like there's there's always that one little extra piece of my glasses that get pressed into the side of my head, and it ends up uncomfortable. Otherwise, right. it's like some big, fluffy, pumpkin head-looking <laughs> kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, sleigh-riding hat. <laughs> yep. Yep, for sure. Well, lastly, before we, we shut this down, I do want to mention, though, the most important thing that gear that we didn't mention in my opinion is yeah. uh and and it just reiterated uh last night when i was working on a bow but what string are you going to be running this year from avb premium platinum or pursuit what what's your uh, go-to this year um i got platinums on all my stuff do you and uh yeah i mean we've talked about it a million times but you know there's i, I don't know like even on a brand new bow, like I got an RX one this year and you know, there's, there's usually a break in time where you kind of get some of that twist out of the factory string. And, you know, you don't, you're always reaching up to rotate your peep over before you go to full draw. And, um, again, in, in the moment of truth, that one little thing that you don't have to do, you know, is, is crucial to me, not to mention the quality of string that they're made out of, um, you know, I may not be using the the right verbiage on this stuff, so if Bryant hears this, uh, I apologize. But um, it's they just they they last so long, and there's there's no fray, there's no stretch, there's no twist, and it's it's worth it. It's such a good investment. I mean, I've I've compared it to to tires on your truck. You know, it's you can't drive a vehicle without tires on it, and you can't shoot your bow without a string. So everybody can justify you know, a couple hundred bucks more on a good set of tires versus a crappy set you're going to replace in a year. Uh, I look at bow strings the same way and well worth the investment to put a ABB string on your bow. For sure. And it just reiterated to me last night, I have a coworker that I work with and, um, wanted me to do some work on, on her bow. And I got the bow and it's got factory strings on it, got the bow in the press and I had to I had to redo everything, realign everything. And, um, so I had to take the D loop off and the D loop had worn through the serving on the factory string that it come from that particular bow company. And it started cutting the string, the actual string through. So, and I know that happens a lot, you know, ripping through the serving and, you know, getting into the string, but I've never seen a D loop actually cutting through string yet. So, I've worked on, I don't know, probably close to 20 different bows now. And I've worked on Obsessions, PSEs, Matthews, um, 
bears, elites, you know. So I've worked on a, a few bows and, and a variety of bows. So I'm kind of getting my fingers wet here with all this stuff. And um, I, I started diving in deeper. So I had to take off the, the center serving to replace it. So I started to try to put a new center serving on before I knew that the, the string was cut. And that's when I found out that the string was cut. So I took her peep out. And when I took the peep out, whoever put the peep in uh, didn't divide the strands up and the string equally on each side of the peep, which is very crucial for peep twist or for even just durability as well. So there was 14 strands. You know, all ABB strings come with 24 strands of string. This one only had 14, and it had five on one side of the peep and then nine on the other side. I think that's what it was. And that's why her you know, her, her, she was having, um, peep twists or, you know, peep rotation, everything. And it was just not working out very well. But when I, when I actually started diving into this string and, and pulling it apart and feeling the strands and everything, this string just felt really chintzy and felt really like low grade. And I'm like, man, I just don't feel comfortable with anybody having this string on their bow. And, um, she decided to make the plunge to buy an ABB, which is huge because that's, you know, it's, that's a really good quality, tr- or it's a really good quality string. And, you know, even with their pursuit line, which is their, you know, just their entry level line, um, I have one on my backup bow and that, that string right there was leaps and bounds better than the string that I just took off her bow. So she's got a new string coming and uh, excited to get that on, but it just kind of hit me last night. I'm like, man, the string is just not very good, and it's, you know, didn't hold up very, very well. Her bow's not that old, and um, so she's she's gonna make the plunge and and uh, go to an ABB, and I'm excited about it. She's getting a pursuit string, getting it all customized colors and everything. So, but yeah, I just want to throw that out there, and and um, just it's it's like you said, it's worth spending the money on it, and you know, we have a promotional code still going right now, so. Uh, a set of, you know, you can get a set of pursuit strings right now with $10 off, which would be, you know, roughly, oh, Bryant will probably get after me about this too. If he listens to this, it's probably going to be roughly around, um, hundred bucks, maybe something like that. 90 to a hundred dollars could be off on that. Um, but it's, it's a little bit of a deal, a little bit of a price break and I recommend them to everybody. So go in there and it's, it's always good to, you know, replace your string. I like replacing my string every year. And I did before we were with, or before, you know, we were partnered with ABB. I, I replaced them every year just because I don't know. I just, it was just one of those things I wanted to do. And I, like you said, it's like tires on a vehicle, you yeah. know, you get so many miles on <clears throat> tires on a vehicle, you gotta, you gotta change them. And that's yep. kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. So I, I just so. pulled the website up real quick and that with the, with the fall podcast discount, uh, they'd be eighty nine ninety nine, so ninety bucks. And uh, let's see here, the three options: premium, platinum, and pursuit. Uh, the platinum is the top of the line, and you'd end up spending um, one hundred and forty nine. And then the premium, you'd end up looking at um, one nineteen. And then the pursuit series, you'd be looking at eighty nine. Perfect. So. Yeah, and just use that fall podcast code and check out and you'll get that deal and we'd appreciate it you know a couple people have done it already you know brian's been kind of relaying the message that a couple people have done it and it's always good to get some more out there and if you guys are in the market for them that's what we recommend we've been shooting them for a while now so but yeah i think that'd be a good spot to end it what do you think yeah yeah we're gonna have to uh maybe get ahead on a few of these coming up i'm gonna kind of be out of pocket and off the grid for uh, just about three weeks, starting, uh, oh, I guess about the 20th of May. So we might need to uh, yeah. record a few ahead of time. Otherwise, uh, I don't know, do a little recap when I get back. Yeah, maybe we'll do, if we can't get ahead of it, we'll do a recap. We're, I'm still going to do some. I mean, you know, I've talked about it. I got a turkey hunt coming up here next week that we're going to be on. And, and uh, I might have oh, yeah. Adam and Keegan kind of jump in on that That's and just... Right kind of take your place a little bit you're not going to be replaced oh, you're irreplaceable right. so we're still you're still going to be uh in the mix but yeah it's cool i mean you got some pretty cool hunts coming up that you can't miss and you gotta i'm just excited we'll do a podcast when we're done and get to hear the whole story about all of it so yeah it's be gonna fun. be uh, 
It's going to be a whirlwind, that's for sure. It's going to be a, a grind, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I welcome it with open arms. <laughs> Sweet. Well, good luck on that, man. If we don't uh, hear you again on the podcast here for a couple weeks, I don't know if this will be the last one or not. When, when do you leave for that one? Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I leave on the 20th. I fly out to Spokane, and then um, I'll end up, I come back to Des Moines on the 25th. Uh, just for a day and a half, and then I load the truck back up and, and turn around and head back out there. So it's it's kind of a cluster just because um, I've got a wedding in New York that we have to go to. My wife is in the wedding, and that's on the 19th. So um, if I wanted to push it, I could fly back on the or the, the wedding is the 18th. I could fly back on the 19th, but I would have to I would have to get in the truck and leave that night Sunday night the 19th and drive all the way to Idaho to be ready to hunt on the 21st and I just don't know if I if I'd have enough gas in the tank <laughs> or you know what I mean right to, to, to do it do a haul like that and then turn right around and start hunting but I may yep. just I may just take the easy way out and just fly one time and then come back and regroup for a day and then make the trek back out there yep well, if you can make it work, that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, you'll be on another podcast before you leave, so we'll get yeah. you on at least another one or another two. So Sweet. we got some time. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, cool, man. I'm going to cut you loose here, and uh, we'll call it a day. Have a good weekend. And uh, everybody, like we just said, you know, the ABB thing, uh, fall podcast code, go over there and, you know, get your custom string and use fall podcast and uh, get a deal. So. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.